Derek tries to catch little little bits of fresh combo from a, from us in the beginning. I, so yeah, right, sneaky right, right. records. Hello, friends and fiends. Welcome to Bugs Need Heroes, a podcast where an artist and entomologist team up to illustrate the inspiring abilities of insects by creating a bug-themed hero. I'm Amanda. Amanda, breathe. I'm Kelly. (laughs) Before we get started creating this bug-inspired hero, what's bugging you, Kelly? Um, I don't, I don't think I have any complaints. Doing good. You Doing gotta, fine. You gotta find things to complain. This complain is the intro. Uh, I had a, a little bit of trouble with some bioinformatics that I'm doing for my dissertation, but um, my advisor's gonna help me out with that, so it's fine. I I have the words you just said to me mean nothing. That <laughs> I, I just gibberished all over the place. You're just like I cookie cutter the lambost. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I need help cookie cuttering the lamppost. So that's, yeah. that's what's going to happen. And it's fine. I'm, I, all right. I won't bore the listeners with it. It's just, um, the, yeah, it's the, some stuff I got to do for my research. Are, are the skeeters not laying their eggs right? They are finally laying eggs. Those oh, little good. jerks did not lay <laughs> eggs for like two weeks. And I think they are. Every every time they lay eggs, it takes me. It, that part of the project will take me six weeks to do. Right. So I need them to lay eggs quickly, so I'm not working on this project into June. That would be right. Nice. So more more eggs, ladies. More eggs, ladies. What about you? What's bugging you? Anything? Oh, I'm moving, and I don't know if you've moved lately, but it's the worst. <laughs> it's just like everything you own seems impossible to fit in a box. Yeah. You're just like, how did and I you accumulate? More stuff <laughs> how did I accumulate so much junk? And like, I go to get rid of it, and then my ADHD brain's like, "No, you need to keep it. You need to keep it. What if you need it someday? <laughs> what if you need it?" I'm like, "But I don't need it. Do I really need this?" And they're like, "Mm-hmm, mm-hmm." And then no you also have you children, so you have lots of little kid stuff to pack, right? Bruh, I don't know <laughs> how I'm gonna fit this many toys in my new house. <laughs> like. Where do they get them all? Some of them are just going to have to stay here. Congratulations, people who come next. Into the... Congratulations. You got my kids joke. <laughs> I think your new, I've seen pictures of your new home and it looks adorable. Yes. I'm. We're very Absolutely excited. Adorable. Yeah. Um, the best part is of course, which you, I don't think you've seen yet. I don't think you've seen the secret room. Ooh. I'll I have a to, secret room. I'll have to send a video to you. Yeah. Uh, is that where the podcasting will happen? Honestly, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so the secret room at our new house is, uh, it's, they had a closet. It's like a big closet, like a walk-in closet. So mm. it's probably about four by six. So it's not like huge, but it's, it's a decent sized closet. And when they redid the house before, you know, they did it back in like 2018, they put some, d- decorative boarding on the wall and behind one of the decorative boards a room oh it's so weird to me when people do that to a room when they block it up so oh yeah that's true but it's it's got a swing door everything when my four-year-old saw it he was like this is it we have to we have to move here (laughs) this is it i want to live in this secret room so we're gonna put a bunch of pillows and stuff in there and he can but he's finally had it. 
just had it with me in my <laughs> making him put on pants ways. And go sit in the secret room. <laughs> Hang out in his little his own little secret room. His own little cave. Well, that's very yeah. exciting to move to a new house. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, everything's been delayed because it snowed last week. And mm. uh, I don't know how how Jersey handles snow, but Portland cannot fathom the very <laughs> thought of a single uh, snowflake in the air. We're, we're pretty good about snow here um, because we get it where we used to get it all the time. Um, I think this winter, in my city specifically, maybe two days we've had snow. It's been terrible. I yeah. mean, that's... That's what's bugging me. The zero amount of snow that I've got to frolic in this winter. Right. I saw a very uh, sad about a it. dog TikTok that was complaining that New York City did not get enough snow because that, that yeah, dog we just was, got nothing. Yeah, that dog loves the snow, and every year he's like, "I'm going to frolic through the snow," and he just couldn't this year. <laughs> my do- yeah. my border dog collie dog. used to frolic through the snow while chomping. Shark dog snow. Yeah, it's oh. very cute. And when we had a really high, we had that blizzard in like 1998 when I was a kid and you would just see her little tail wagging above the snow drift while she chomped her way through. Very cute. My dad used to talk about, he had a dog. dog ever. My dad had a a farm dog and it was, you know, through the wheat to the wheat's three foot (laughs) high. And the dog would, you just see like, like that scene in Jurassic World where the raptors are coming through the grass and uh, so you just see like the faint indentation of this dog, and then every now and then it would jump to like check where you were. <laughs> so you do like, oh, there you are. Okay, there you are. And so you had to just trust that the dog was around because you just couldn't see it until it jumped up to check where you were. So it's scary, man. a little scary. <laughs> I think it was like a border collie, or maybe it was like a cocker spaniel. So like, who knows? Because uh. Bradley doesn't know what breeds of dog are. You'd have to show him a bunch of pictures of dogs before he was like, yeah, that that one. To figure it out. Ugh. Plus, you know, the farm. They probably just found that dog somewhere. I was I was trying to think of a segue for today's topic, and I can't. Speaking of <laughs> adorable things that, that fly, jump at you. So this is the first bee that I know nothing about. Uh, I think because we don't have them here. You I do have them there. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I don't know anything about them. In, in Oregon, anyway. I don't know about Portland specifically, but. Right. You've got two but, Western species. So this is the the very deadly sounding cicada killer. Yes. It's a very cicadas. metal name. Yeah, it is a little lots. intense. Whereas everyone else is like, honeybee, mason bee, bumblebee, cicada oh, killer. This little buddy is not a bee; it's a wasp. So. <gasps> okay, so I'll put him on the yellow jacket side of the bee team yeah. when I assemble the whole team. <laughs> yeah. The, so we uh, just don't have a lot of cicadas here. We have like I think two kinds of cicadas, and they like aren't around here because we've chopped down all the forests to build a city. Yeah, because you're in a city. I I could yeah. see why you probably have never seen a uh, cicada killer before, but I. In the springtime, or like early summer, my friends and family love to text me messages of bugs and ask me, what is this bug? What is, what is, you know? And then you respond every single one, it's a brown recluse. Yes. <laughs> uh, Are you sure? I think it's a type of flight. Nope. Brown recluse. Yes. That is, of course, the brown recluse. <laughs> and um, 
but with without fail every year i get several text messages and it's the cicada killer ours is the eastern eastern cicada killer over here and um it's funny it's genus and species name is species uh speciosus and it just means fancy wasp or Ooh, handsome wasp <laughs> That's uh, funny. They must have named it before they knew its deadly ways. Yeah. Well, it's it's only deadly to cicadas. They're not well, they're not a problem for us. Um I guess we should start by talking about what is a cicada? What is what, the prey? What is a cicada and why is it living in fear of the cicada killer? <laughs> so you have seen cicadas before, right? Um yes. Again, I they're not really or they don't we don't have a big boom of them every what is it every 7 years or whatever it is. There are several uh, different brood years that produce oh, okay, okay, okay. massive amounts of, of cicadas. And then, like, they, they all, like, line up a few years ago, and so there was, like, three different kinds of cicadas all coming up at once. I, yeah, what uh, what year was that? Was that 2022? 2020. Was it just last year? Was it 2020? I was 2020. I think it was 2020, because I think it was part of yeah. the everything's happening at once year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 2020. Um, that was... I was out there, I was in uh, was it Kentucky or Ohio? I don't remember what trip I was out on, but it was during that boom and it was wild. There were just cicadas all over my brother-in-law's yard. It was crazy. It was very cool. They're pretty like big a cicada, right? Yeah, a cicada is about maybe like an inch and a half. Long. I mean, that's pretty big for a bug. Like, yeah. that doesn't sound yeah. very big, but for a bug, <laughs> if a an inch bug. and a half bug was like flying at my face, I'd be like, gee whiz, it's huge. And we'll, we'll probably do an episode on cicadas at some point. But um, all I know is that they uh, they make a noise that people don't like. That's really all I know about them. <laughs> they make a very annoying. Um, so you'll hear them during the summer and it's this long singing sound coming from the trees. But if you disturb them, they make a ratcheting noise. Oh, I, I don't know how to explain, but it's very startling. Uh, okay, I'll, have to, I'll have to YouTube this later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I was little... Um, it was there was like a, a cicada boom happening and my friend there's they were all over the streets and my best friend and I were walking to the library and we were poking them with sticks as you do as a child and they well, would just make child. the craziest noises yeah lots of jarring ratchety sounds because they're understandably and upset not to make this whole episode about cicadas but how do they make that noise because i know grasshoppers they always be like they rub their wings together but that's like not true it's like actually they have like a whole nother device do, for making sound i should uh, it is the wings but i should do like a whole we should do like a sound episode like bugs making sounds. oh yeah that'd be like a beautiful music episode yeah that'd be fun so with cicadas you, if you can picture how large they are now the cicada killer feeds on them the cicada killer is about Two inches long, slightly bigger. Slightly two, bigger. Wait, whoa, whoa. Two One and inches a half to two inches. And it's a um, wasp. Yeah. Is it bigger than that? Um, the what was it called? Not murder hornet. I know you hate the name murder hornet. I do hate it, it very much. It had a it had a different name that was like Asiatic something, but then they changed that too because they didn't want to like. No, it was a, north. Um, when we change all the common names all the time, no, a northern giant hornet. Northern giant. Okay, northern giant. Great. So it's, is it comparable in size to the Northern Giant or is it bigger? Or is it smaller? Um, I think they're a little bit smaller. I don't quite okay. remember what only the size s- was only on Only slightly this. small. Because 
These are big, big wasps. Like that's, really I large. mean, two inches on a wasp. I know I just said if an inch and a half bug was cut out, we'd be like, that's a huge bug. But like an inch, for, two inch For our non-American wasp, friends, that's about five centimeters. Yeah. I would be uh, leaving the area immediately. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're like the size of your thumb flying around. Oh! <laughs> Unless you have a a weirdly large or small thumb, but I don't. I have a widow baby thumb. (laughs) I have little baby hands. My hands have been compared to a toddler's hands. (laughs) You do Um, have little hands. From what I can see, widow baby hands. They also look small compared to my big giant head. So I've got a (laughs) a big giant head and widow baby hands. It's like that thing where you're supposed to like compare your hand to your face. Mine, my five head doesn't compare. So I with the baby heads. I wish the listeners could see Amanda covering her face with her hand. <laughs> so I'm gonna hear, hear my muffled voices. Like, yeah. Well, I don't know if you're if this was a thing where you grew up, but it was like, oh, if your hand doesn't cover your whole face, you're gonna die before you're what? 25. I've you're, never heard that. And it's just an excuse to get your hand, to, your friend, to put their hand up to their face, and then you whack their hands, and they slap themselves oh. in the face. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a thing that I would do to my brother when I was little. Mostly between siblings and... Sorry, TJ. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the little brother. Shout out to my little brother who is like a whole foot taller than me. <laughs> Our, yeah, my youngest brother is taller than me too. And I'm like, this is gonna stop. But I, as we've discussed previously on the cast, I'm not very tall. No, Amanda is tiny. For for those who can't see her, which is everyone. My little hands are proportionate to my not very tallness. Uh, anyway, so my little thumb is coming at me and it's trying to... Uh, kill wrestle a cicadas basically <laughs> well cicadas are not beetles they're not beetles they're not a beetle what are they I, we're, we're gonna do a, we'll have to do a cicada episode we will have to do because we'll a beetle do... does a beetle have to have a shell is that like what wait wait what wait no not shell their their <laughs> shells are actually second wings right a beetle <laughs> boy <laughs> a hard yeah. outside they're yeah crunchy. they're, they're, they're like second, a whopper their second set of wings are are hard are yes. armored um cicadas have very delicate delicate wings they don't have the hard boy wings no the they, they're no hard boy wings on a cicada so <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just gonna this say is, this now because it's a natural uh, place for it to go did you okay okay hold the phone right here kelly <laughs> Because I recently learned something about bug wings. Okay. Most bugs have four wings. Yes. And the yes. fly that only has two wings is the exception to that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They're all four okay. wingers for the most Let part. Let me tell you a little story story about something Amanda learned. So I was watching Sesame Street with my son, mm-hmm. as you do. And they had a little picture of a honeybee. You know, bzz, 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 I'm a honeybee. Bzz, bzz. And it had four wings. And I am like, what idiot at Sesame Street didn't do their research and just put four wings on this honeybee. Oh, no. Turns out I'm the moron who didn't do their research. <laughs> Honeybees have had four wings this whole time. Here we are on the time. very last bug of the bee team. <laughs> and I'm only just learning that they have four wings. <laughs> Oh no! I've I've gone my whole life just thinking they had two wings. I thought I mean, two wings was normal because the Beetle Boys. Uh, clearly, I thought they were shells because I'm a fool. <laughs> and and the outside wings are actually just hard, 
And then the bee has had a second pair of wings this whole time, hidden beneath its its other wings. We, uh, we've looked at photos of bees together, and you, you didn't notice. Okay, okay, yes, we have. But you're going to tell me, you're going to tell me with a straight face right now that when you look at a picture of a bee, you can see two pairs of wings if you don't know there's two pairs of wings. I mean, it might depend on the photo, but yeah, I, I can see it's got four. I'll, I will take the blame for you not knowing this, Amanda, because... <laughs> Perhaps I, I was hope a poor, I'm not alone out there. Perhaps I was a poor teacher when I assumed everyone knew every just about everything is four wings. And that flies were the weirdos. No idea. None. Zero <laughs> clue that a bee had four wing dinghies. I'm sorry, I'm looking at pictures. I just Googled the word bee. And <laughs> I they still, even knowing that they have four wings, I really gotta look to find those those little well, those little because the second pair of wings is small and maybe i'm just used to birds because to to my eye it just looks like wait what are you comparing bugs to birds now well well i'm comparing what about, what about your best friends the dragonflies and damselflies <laughs> well they were a different kind of bug so they got to have a different kind of wings i i don't know i don't know why i didn't know this i just didn't and Truly, it shows what a what a bug fool I am that I did not know. You're not a bug fool. You're a bug I'm a, learner. I'm a bug and fool. That's okay. A bug learner. All right, uh, I'll be a bug learner for you. Well, I'll be a bug learner. So, so there's no confusion. This wasp has four wings. I, 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 from this moment on, I think we can go ahead and say all these bugs have four wings. With the unless you explicitly tell me that they only have two, unless there are dip dipterans, which are flies. Yeah. Well, I just think the whole like a ladybug technically has four wings mm-hmm. because the outside wings are hard. Yep. Yeah, those are still like, wings. I'm sorry. I, that feels. I, this feels like lazy scientisting to me. <laughs> I feel like you need a different name for when the I think wings are hard. We shouldn't call them wings. Maybe. You shouldn't call them wings. No. I'm, that's my official stance. A ladybug has one set of wings and one set of well, the, the, uh, I mean, the covering carapace. The covering sections. does have a have a name, but I, I'm trying oh. not to be very jargony. Well, I, I've been told I've been told by my by my husband not to use a lot of jargon on the podcast because people don't want to hear it. <laughs> well, but we do have be. a scientific name. Elytra for the for the wing coverings. Not coverings. Elytra. That's for a the great hard, name. The hard wings. Like uh that's Elytra feels like the name <laughs> of like a bug Again, queen. I'm trying not to use jargon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well oh. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, I have seen the Elytra in Minecraft. Sorry. Oh, it's Der- an, it's Bruce and Derek says that it's a item in Minecraft and it lets oh. you like glide. But really it just lets you kind of super jump, if I'm honest. Um Minecraft has recently come to Minecraft my home. Minecraft in a very long time, so I don't remember. Well, you have little guys, so I'm sure. It's... Yeah, it's here to stay. I think I, I think it was my "What's bugging me?" from last week was <laughs> was Minecraft. Uh, anyway, back back to this this four winged, two inch long wasp. <laughs> this terror, this terror, this of, terror the of the skies. <laughs> yeah, they're oh, they're pretty amazing. So what what's really neat is they. They go out and they, they catch cicadas and the cicada weighs twice as much as the wasp, because even though the wasps are big, the cicadas are, are bulky from munching and munching and munching to become yeah. adults. And uh, they still manage to carry this big old bug that's twice their, twice their weight 
you'll see them flying through the air carrying them it's very cool looking i'm sad that you don't live in a place where they're they're prevalent in your city sorry because <laughs> <laughs> you should see them they're very cool uh i've seen them here like fly by carrying carrying a cicada that sounds horrifying to me like, it's a little bit <laughs> like yo there you go there's just two the the battle of nature has begun on my porch it's it's more horrifying if they land on you which occasionally they might because they're tired oh so oh. so is that i know that there's like that wasp that kills tarantulas i believe it's called like a tarantula hunter or something tarantula, like uh, tarantula hawk hawk wasp. yeah 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 and the tarantula is bigger than the hawk the hawk wasp <laughs> in that case as well is this pretty par for the course with wasps they're they're willing and able to kill things that are even bigger than them or at least in this case heavier than them um, it, it depends on their venom how potent their venom oh, is mm-hmm. so the females like like the rest of our wasp friends have that modified uh, that, that stinger that will produce venom um the males don't have that because uh, they don't they don't need it so the females will find cicadas in the tree inject venom into them and normally the you'll hear the cicada singing and when it when a wasp nails it, its tone changes, and it becomes more high pitched. So it's like la la la. Ah! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> becomes, Honestly, that's what I would do too if I got stung by a a wasp the same size as me. Yeah, that's it's, just that just seems like the natural terrifying. So they they sing, and if you're listening, if you're trying to find these wasps, you listen to that change in pitch. Of, oh, uh, you, you listen for the, the carnage the as they sound. work yes. their way through a tree of cicadas. <laughs> and then you'll see the cicada usually fall to the ground um, and the wasp will collect them. So uh, again, these are the females doing this with their, here's some um, modified ovipositor. So the ovipositor is how they lay their eggs and how they envenomate things. And they will bring the cicada back to these little tunnels. So these are not social insects. Uh, these wasps so this is another are... one of those solo wasps. Yep, solo wasp. Although you will find them, they like to dig tunnels near each other. So you might go okay. to a spot in the ground and see five or 150 of these tunnels <gasps> all next to each other. So they, so they form little neighborhoods, but they don't technically live together. <laughs> yeah, I. they're not. So this is this would be called gregarious. They're gregarious because okay. they like to be near each other. But they are not social because they don't live together and perform tasks together. They are separate. They live separate lives. No queen, none of that stuff. So they dig out these tunnels and they make little cells and they start putting dead cicadas, or not dead, paralyzed cicadas into each tunnel. And it could be one to three cicadas per room. And it looks like the if there's only one cicada, the egg that they lay is male. And if they put two to three cicadas in there, it tends to be a female egg. Uh, so they, yeah, it's kind of interesting, right? So they just got to feed up the ladies need more yeah. food. <laughs> ladies need more food. Ladies are a little bit bigger than males. Well, because we've discussed before that like the unfertilized eggs become males in some. Oh, is that correct? Yep. yep yeah. Yeah. In some. Um, yeah, it's. Okay. Okay. So they, they just the ladies require more to be made, and I I hear that that's not uncommon like across, uh, the animals. <laughs> animal work, kingdom. Like, well, yeah, because like crocodiles, like the sex is determined by like the heat in oh, the heat. nest. Yep. Yeah. 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 
and it's like you need warmer or colder i don't know which way it goes <laughs> but like the, i don't the, remember the, yeah but yeah i know it's a temperature thing for crocodiles but like the females are like typically across the animal kingdom the female is is more productive for the species because it makes more of the species <laughs> so you gotta have to do conditions to get you, good healthy. you need many females to make eggs and an offspring and you really only need a couple males to fertilize so males uh, are just not not as important sorry males uh, sorry, in, in, that, in that regard so she she brings these these paralyzed cicadas in she lays one egg right around that the limb the hind limb of each of of the cicada of only one cicada so if there's three cicadas in the den there's still only going to be one egg what's kind of interesting about this is sometimes other females will come in and also lay an egg in there so they do a little bit of sneaky sneak a little bit of cuckoo dumb yeah a little little bit because they have to leave the nests open briefly to go gather more cicadas or before they plug them up Uh, but it's it's pretty it's pretty neat these tunnels are noticeable they fling dirt all over the place so if you walk by one and you see a bunch of these almost messy large anthills it's a wasp and it may not be a cicada killer it might be some other wasp but that's what they kind of form oh yeah because we the mace was it the mason mason bee make those tunnels which are similar to what we're talking about here or the and then the not no the mason not, bees mason bees are in they like to be inside uh more a like shelter tu- of some tubular kind. structures yeah yeah so Mason B likes to be in a tube. Mm-hmm. These guys but just the dig a tunnel. the cicada killer is more in a tunnel? I'm not yeah. sure I understand. Yeah, they, they dig a tunnel out into the ground. Oh, okay. And the tunnel can branch. So the tunnel will branch okay, okay, to okay. accommodate yeah. up to 16 eggs per um, Okay, so they're making more like section. a yeah, branch a fern <laughs> yeah, <laughs> under the ground <laughs> and laying multiple <laughs> eggs. Okay, okay, okay. I see, I see. So they, they, the females can lay up to about 16 larvae and if we consider a 50 50 sex ratio between males and females that's about 30 to 40 cicadas per female per tube system that's a lot of food it's a lot of cicada murder going on cicada murder are cicadas one of those i mean we, we talked about how they all came out in that brood a little while ago but are they one of those bugs that just there's just a million of them they they come yeah, out every summer. So there's um, there there are they're called uh, I think what is it dog day, dog day cicadas, where they come out every year, um, and then you've got big big broods, so they're in there and they're paralyzed, and just waiting for the larvae to hatch. Okay, yeah, they're so not they're say, not dead. Uh, that's alive. what I was about to say. Like, when you say paralyzed, <laughs> they are not dead. They are <laughs> no. merely incapacitated, waiting. <laughs> terrified for the the buggies to hatch and then they're going to nom 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 them while they're still alive oh yeah yeah my gosh this this podcast has become a horror show lately between (laughs) between cordyceps between cordyceps and like mouth shredding plants and uh, uh, bugs are cruel (laughs) okay so so you're paralyzed this the okay so a wasp as big as you Comes. I like she you're doing stabby, this stabs. from the from the cicadas. Yeah, from the points. cicadas perspective, you get stabbed. Uh, you, now your singing voice is higher. You're now a soprano. Mm. Uh, <laughs> they carry you bodily, struggling mm. all the way. Well, no longer their... struggling because you are instantly paralyzed. 
Well, I just mean they they have to struggle under oh. the heft of you because oh, oh yes, yes, the wasp you, is struggling. The sure. wasp is the one. The least they could do is struggle <laughs> to take you back to their tube system with all their all their lady sisters and shove you down a tube into mm-hmm. your own little compartment where you may be waiting with two, one or two other cicadas who have also met a similar fate mm-hmm. while you wait for the larva to hatch and nom 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 you. Am yeah. I getting this right? Yeah. Am I, am, am I yes. properly horrified? I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, this is a this is a rough episode. If you're if you're a cicada or a cicada enthusiast, yes. So, sorry, cicada lovers. <laughs> so those that little eggy hatches in about twenty four to thirty six hours, and then a little larva emerges. And a larva looks kind of like um, you've we've seen photos of beetle grubs and. And baby bees, all that larva kind of looks sort of similar. Um, and what they do is they start burrowing down into the the abdomen of the cicada. So on the, they're on the outside, at least. They're on the because outside. Well, for now. I, somehow I find, well, mm, that's true. <laughs> for now. For now. Because I find the lays eggs inside of you to be much worse. I don't know why that is the thing that. Because uh, it reminds you of alien chestburster, right? Oh, yeah, that's probably yeah. it. This no is going that. the other way. So they burrow into the abdomen and then they eat they eat the cicada's body from the inside out, leaving a, an empty little husk. Uh, yum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know we've already established that Cicada Killer is on the B team and therefore ostensibly a hero. Mm-hmm. But this is some real villain work, I gotta say. <laughs> Baby's got to eat, though. Baby's got to eat. They can actually completely clear out one one cicada's whole body in about three days, three and a half days. I hope they die early on in this process. Um. Well, give, given the weirdness of the bug nervous system and where their their nerve ganglions are, uh, they might be alive for for a, a while. For, oh, for again. Most- most villain of the time. Behavior. Yeah. <laughs> I know that we said the yellow jacket was like the like rival to like the, the more button up main, but this is some this this, this is dark. Is this is dark. <laughs> this is like uh, people are wondering why they allowed Cicada Killer on the team. <laughs> Cicada Killer is, is a, a badass um yeah. She's the ladyest. I, I've been drawing while you talk. And I assumed that we were doing female because we had previously discussed uh, making Bumblebee the only dude. Yeah. Oh, there's no reason to do the male because after they mate, he just the dies. Gonzos. Like everything else. He's you know? not a cicada killer. He is a cicada simp. <laughs> Derek oh, hates no. it when I say simp on the cast. <laughs> I can see his face right now. He's he's not into it. He's not. He's not pleased. He's not a simp for the word simp. Well, and then then they have to go through the metamorphic process, metamorphosis process. So after about four days, the larvae have had their fill of of the cicadas of that murder. have been left for them of the murder, and they start to make a little cocoon out of fiber, and this is just to prepare their bodies to become adults. Uh, and the, the cocoons are neat; they have little pores that lets them respirate and allows moisture to leave the cocoon. Otherwise, you know when you're in a tent and you're camping, yeah. And your hot little breath. Yeah, in the morning, everything is kind of damp. Yeah. yeah. 
these pores I really thought prevent about that, that from happening. Breath before, but it a hundred percent is your breath. It is. Eh. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want. I don't like camping. Let it be. Let it be known. Oh, I don't like camping. I, I know love that you, camping. Your feral child background. Yes, says that you I love it. <laughs> I don't mind it for like a night. Maybe you might get me out there for I, two. I think you would enjoy camping if we went together. Maybe. I, I just I don't particularly like one evening of camping. I think it's I think it's my sensory issue. Like I don't like being mm. dirty. I hate the wind. Um, Who hates the wind? The wind is my mortal enemy. Well, I just I don't I know something about wind. it. Oh, the wind on my face through my hair. Love it. <laughs> I can't think of anything worse. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm not an outdoor girl. Oh, Amanda. Uh, I'm just not. I'm sorry. I, and I, that is something I inherit from my mother who used to, I wrote a comic about it once when I was doing my uh, comic studies in college. She used to braid our hair like tight against our head because she hates the wind. Uh, I think what it is, is it's the, the hair like, Oh yeah, I, I have slap a lot of, it against your face. I have long hair, and I don't like when the wind does like yeah. Movies. And I think or I think I get I'm so hyper fixated on the wind on my facey face. So I'm not I very word repeating today. I kind of get that one. Uh, I don't like to wear lipstick because the uh, wind will mm. just blow just my hair right stuck to my lips, and then yeah, what, yeah. What am I doing? What's this so, going on here? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't like camping. I don't like. I don't like the smell of smoke particularly. Actually, not true. The smell of smoke is fine. I don't like smoke in my eyes. I don't like smoke in my hair. I don't like smoke Then you go to hair. sleep and your hair smells like smoke. Yeah. But I like I don't know, Amanda. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you out camping. We're going to go camping. I know. It's a real shame because I do live in one like night primo it'll, camping it'll be fun. area of the world. Well, uh, my dad loves to, to camp at the beach. That's what he oh. loves. That's his oh, that's favorite. nice. Uh, we were talking about uh, camping, so yeah, I don't like camping. The little pores that they make in their in their pupa. Right. Chaser. So if you went camping with me, uh-huh. you would not be you would not have this little cocoon that lets the, <laughs> lets the respiration out they have, and like, the humidity out. The side that you could like they barely think, work. Yeah, they're not great vents. Well, you got they want a breeze going. Mosquitoes, your beloved mosquitoes, out <laughs> while they're letting your breath out. Ooh. So they. they they kind of go through that. We'll, we'll call it um, we'll call it cicada killer camping time. So they go through <laughs> about a few days of this camp time where they build this cocoon, and then they overwinter. So the adults don't overwinter. The adults die at the end of the season, and they're they're babies now, full of cicada goodness, in their little tent, just camp out until the next the next springtime, and then they fully pupate. And pupation lasts for about a month and they become adults and then the cycle starts all over again. Another one of those bugs that like it spends most of its time waiting to become an adult and then um, it's not adult actually, for very long. These are pretty long lived for adults. They live for about 60 to 70 days, which is a long time when you compare it to some of the other adults we've had on the show or talked about on the show. Sorry, I'm clicking around on pictures. It's okay. Yeah. 60 to 70 days is a long time. Yeah, a lot of time compared to like we've talked about some of like the fruit fly that lives for like 24 mm-hmm. hours which we haven't discussed but a lot of the bugs i mean just, i've heard before that uh you only have like a million heartbeats <laughs> and what so a like what's the thing to track i well, want to know that you know? so like a rabbit only lives a million heartbeats and it heartbeats really fast so it only lives a couple years 
that's that's what I've heard. I'm sure it's a hundred percent inaccurate. I don't know how scientifically sound is sounds, yeah. <laughs> but but bugs don't really have the same circulatory system, so I'm not sure they fall under the same uh, Yeah. I love that. How many heartbeats does a cicada killer have? <laughs> Clearly none, because it does not have a heart. Oh. <laughs> Metaphorically. Or physically. <laughs> well, at, at least, though, for a wasp that large, they're pretty docile. So we don't have to worry about them. Well, I'm not a cicada. It's not after me. <laughs> well, they're generally non-colonial insects are less likely to sting because if they get into a fight and they lose, there's only mm-hmm. them, right? Only them. So if Solo. bees get into a fight and a couple bees die, you still have the rest of the colony to take care of the queen and raise all the larvae. So when you're solo, you're a little less likely to to go hog wild on the stinging. Their sting is also pretty pretty weak. Our friend Justin Schmidt of the Justin Schmidt Pain Index, he gave them a 0.5 on the pain scale. We should at this point acknowledge mm. that we recently lost Dr. Schmidt yes. for all of the ribbon we've done on this podcast. Uh, we do really respect his work and really think he was an asset to the entomology community. And we're sorry to hear that he has, uh, he's, he's passed away. He sh- yeah. He's shuffled off this mortal coil off to, to be heaven or wherever it is that he'd prefer to go. <laughs> I hope there's lots of bees there wherever, wherever he is now. Wherever he is. Bees. I hope he's getting stung by the, no, no, I don't want him to be stung. I want him to be happy. No, he likes it. He clearly liked it. He clearly he enjoys liked it. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his, I, his I, book is excellent. Everyone should read his book. Um, I think we talked about that his book in a, a few episodes ago yeah uh, yeah he was a, a an awesome asset to the entomological community and he he and his work will be missed yeah. as much as we we made jokes he's awesome well he yeah awesome we should probably guy. lay off the ribbon for a few uh <laughs> for a few podcasts but then we'll get back to it because honestly that's what he would want i think so i think so i think he enjoys pain of all kinds including us making fun of him sometimes <laughs> But his, uh, his book, again, is uh, Sting, Sting of the Wild, which is such Sting a great pun. A great pun title, too. It's clearly and very, very easy to read. <laughs> yeah, it's not just for scientists. It's an easy read. I mean, anyone who gets it. stung and then is, his first instinct is to, like, describe it as a connoisseur of stings. Well, that's, the, that's a guy. That's one a of guy. the best parts in the book is that you, you learn that his, his wife, who is also a, a, an entomologist, went with him. Oh, so she's to gather all this. Yeah, to gather the insects and theoretically, she's the one who has to take care of him afterwards. It's a great. Like, I think she was stung too. So everyone oh, really? Because yeah. I was reading. You know, when we heard that he had passed, I was reading some uh, anecdotes of his, and he was talking mm-hmm. about like uh, going on Hollywood sets with bugs and stuff, and, mm-hmm. and trying to make it look like a bug was dangerous. But oh, psych! It was dangerous. <laughs> oh no! I want to know who someone got stung by. Was it a it wasn't a bullet ant. It was something else. Uh, I don't know. But they got stung and they like took it like a champ. And he was like all impressed. And his partner uh, oh. were like, he, yeah, he was tough. He toughed it out. He's a tough guy. And I was like, I gotta know who this was. <laughs> I would like to know who that is now too. Because I was he, imagining. He seems like, like he had a really interesting life. Yeah. Yeah. So. I hope I hope it was a woman. <laughs> oh, that that's. Nice. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I say as someone really who's, out the who's never been stung by things. Yeah, I'm sure. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you're the opposite. You had no idea it was like to be stung. 
I can't believe I again. I know I say it every time. I, I, we're you're gonna have to come on the cast one of these days, having been stung, and be like, it's happened. It's finally happened. I will. I will. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure I'll do some field work, and eventually something will, will sting me, and then mm-hmm. we could do a whole episode about what about the venom. the pain index and how I the felt. Pain about index. It. Kelly's pain index. But uh, Do- Dr. Schmidt called the cicada killer "Gentle Giants of the Lost World." which is so sweet. What a sweet title. That is, that is nice. Yeah. I mean, they clearly could take us out if they wanted to, but choose not to because they're gentle. Well, they're, they're gentle and their, their sting pain is, is very mild. I've had one land on me before. Uh, it, I think she was just resting. It's not, she did not have a cicada at the time. She just happened to land on my shirt and then went about her way, but they are, very big and when they hit you you feel it there's impact (laughs) yeah (laughs) they're a little bit heavy (laughs) so they're pretty cool um i think while while you're drawing i have a little list of superpowers we can go over at least okay yes superpower me and i will make note of all of them so i can make sure to incorporate them so one is paralysis right because the venom um and the stinger put that as poison with venom (laughs) okay fine uh flight i always forget to list flight as a superpower because i think it's very obvious yeah um i think producer Derek yelled at me once about that and i'll never forget it so flight uh oh i put efficiency they're very efficient because one female can catch over like 30 plus cicadas in her you know short-ish lifetime and strength to carry something twice as heavy as you is pretty impressive. Uh, sneaky, because some of the females will sneak into tunnels of rival females and lay their eggs on their food. And then, um, I don't know if docility is a superpower, but maybe gentleness. I don't know how that would work for our B team, though. Like a gentle giant. Well, just clearly. I, okay. You read this list of superpowers and it's, it reads ninja to me. Does it? Yes. So I think we'll give her a ninja stance here. Maybe the the double kunai. (laughs) Because that's the most ninja of all the uh, (laughs) of all the weapons. The double kunai is the most ninja. Uh, Okay. I'm trying to figure out how to maybe she she doesn't get involved until you know it's time. And then she's in, she's out. She's waiting. Yeah. Yeah. And like we said earlier, possibly of moral, a, a dubious moral code happening on this, this bug. She's got to feed her a devoted mother. She's got to feed her children. <laughs> so many of these bugs are willing to uh, do horrible things in the name of their children, which as a fellow mom, I can appreciate. I, I think a lot of uh, folks don't think about the maternal care that goes into uh, of insects i mean they don't just some of them do just lay eggs and then peace out but others are very tentative to their young uh, they leave food for their eggs and their larvae there, there's a lot of a lot of care going there going into that um there are some parents some father um arthropods who do similar things and take care of their young so it's not just the ladies so how how's the drawing coming okay so i've got her in a kind of like I said, kunai, double kunai pose, crossbody pose here. Um, I've made her legs too long because 
That is what happens when I'm drawing and talking at the same time. So I'll have to adjust her proportions a little they're, bit. They're pretty lanky. I'd say this, this is a lanky wasp. It's got to be able to grip a whole cicada. So maybe you're not, true. not too far off. Then I better make her le- arms long. The problem is that both her, her, her arms are short, but her legs are long. So I'm going to have to adjust <laughs> one of them. Yeah. Uh, she's got the most wing-shaped scarf so far. I guess I say so far, but this is it. This is the last B of the B team. This is, yeah, we're, we are finished with the B team. How does it feel to have assembled a whole team? Pretty good. And I can't yeah. wait to do some art about it. Okay, let's see here. I, I can't wait for you to make a movie type poster. Of yeah, I really want to do, because so there was a, a Power Rangers run a few years ago, I think through Dark Horse. Or maybe it was image or <laughs> one of the, I think it was image now that I say that, but I, I heard that the power Rangers run of the comics was really, really good. They had a pink Ranger focused one that like Babs tar did some work for. I heard it was really interesting. You know, like a lot of shows, uh, they really expand the lore in the comic books. Mm, they yeah. Just, they just don't care about it on the show just because that's not what the show is. The really show flush is things for, out. Yeah. Yeah. The show's for six-year-olds to punch each other. Like, that's what the show's for. <laughs> but in the comics, they can get into some more... Because they're assuming the demographic is older for the comics. So they can get into, like, where the Zords come from and that sort of stuff. Which, question. Do you think that the Zords, the, the, the dinosaur robots, were mm-hmm. they also sentient or were they just vehicles? Because they came when called. Oh. Well, if they they may be just like part of their programming to come when you call them yeah i just i was thinking about that the other day because uh <laughs> producer derek is a big uh transformers boy <laughs> he is a very big transformers boy yes and we love him for it <laughs> hold on derek's what's derek saying yeah 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 the the trans, like the transformers comics the show you'd never get into like you know episode one-esque deep politics of robots that are in disguise (laughs) but in the comics you can get into that kind of stuff okay i'm going to toss the basic form and then we can add and take away as we see fit all right i'm I'm ready to see what she looks like i'm excited discord well my discord has to reload itself (laughs) amanda how many legs out of six would you give the cicada killer well it's a it's a ba a a bad booty a a bb <laughs> <B-B-B. laughs> uh i think it's really cool i think it's really intense to be like to hunt something that's the same size as you not a lot of creatures do that you pretty much go for things smaller than you or you get a pack of you and go for something a lot bigger than you right right but to go one on mano and mano bio obio on <laughs> waspo a waspo waspo <laughs> against uh, something the same size as you that's pretty intense mm-hmm. so i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it five legs whoa i am i am gonna say it's pretty cool but a minus one leg for cruelty <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were gonna give her minus one for for being large because it would frighten oh, you if that, you saw again this comes back to my weird my bell curve of acceptability of size <laughs> uh, of that. Oh, hold on. It doesn't want to, uh, hold on. I didn't save the right spot. My 
bell curve of acceptability of size, of course, being small enough that I can crush it. Acceptable. <laughs> Big enough that I can see it coming. Also acceptable. Mm. In the middle where it could sneak up on me and then be very large. Unacceptable. Do not uh, want. I understand. Yeah. Um, I think I would probably also give her five out of six legs because they're they're pretty cool. And I take one leg away because I get photographs of them every summer from friends and family. <laughs> You're sick of her. She's sometimes at the, you. sometimes the same friend or family member every summer. And I have to remind them I told you last year. That's a Remember killer. last year you showed me this bug already? <laughs> I'm like, can't but I forgot because it wasn't important to me. Here's the basic form. No colors. But if listeners ever want to send me bug photos, I would love that. Feel, <laughs> but feel not e- of the security. <laughs> bug photos, listeners. You've got her email. Let's see. Oh, she looks good. She looks very good. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes this happens. Other artists will know. That, like, sometimes the dynamicness of a pose gets lost once you've, like, added heavier lines so she's she went from pretty posy to like i'm standing here with my kunai but that's fine that's fine no one will know oh, no one's great I, I can't wait to see the the finished version with color have you you've seen photos of the cicada killer right they're yeah i've been looking pretty at brightly them colored while we were talking about them and yeah they are quite bright i've tried to keep the b team unified in colors mm-hmm. try to use the same colors over and over again between them uh, hold on. I, I, also, I started to assemble them all in one spot. Let me send that over to you. Oh, <laughs> and then nice. I'll, and then I'll slip her in. I gotta take away the Bugs Need Hero podcast. Uh, what, the logo? The logo. It's, it's still on the uh, Yellow Jackets here. So, with her, I, I try, we need to get more ninja in her. I think the kunais need to be dripping with venom. Oh, yeah. So that she paralyzes you. That feels very ninja-y <laughs> to me. Yeah, that does feel kind of ninja-y. Because <laughs> it feels like ninjas do a lot of poison work. But maybe I'm being influenced by years oh, of look at that! Look at the bee team. They look so good together. I don't think you've seen colored mason bees. So I haven't. I, I, so I can change her colors if you need me to. No, I think they I, look, look at my friend Bumble in the background. <laughs> you do love Bumble, don't you? I love Bumble. He's, He's so big compared to everyone else. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could change Mason B. I, at one point I had her green and it just she just looked out of sorts with the rest of the team. So I changed her back to black and dark yellow and that kind of red color you see with a lot of the Mason Bs. Well, this will be great once, once Cicada Killer is in there. We have the whole team assembled. Oh, I can't wait to see <laughs> the, finished, the finished artwork Our for first that. Like, team. It's great. We'll and then think of need... more teams to do in the future. With Yellow Jacket and Cicada Killer on the team, I I wonder how wholesome this team is. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they might be uh, a little bit darker than than say Power Rangers or something. Because uh, I have watched Voltron. I heard Voltron's really good. The new oh, show. I have not so watched. Maybe they're more of a Voltron show where they they do kill their enemies. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they kill the enemies in Sailor Moon as well. Hmm. Hmm. Well, they're they're still all they they might be they might be a little murderous, That's but fine. we have to Sometimes. remember remember they're all still pollinators, including right. our, this is a pollinator friend cicada. Cicada killer is also a big old pollinator. So well, yes, we didn't talk about that, but I assume that they 
still eat and drink from the flowers the yep. same as all the other bees. Yeah, just like the other ones. Wasps, as it were. The the adults, yeah. The babies get get a little snacky snack that's different. but um... A different snacky snack <laughs> of a different guy. What did the cicadas eat? Leaves? So cicadas are... Cicadas live underground during their larval form, uh, and they feed on, I believe it's sap. I haven't looked in a while. So really, a baby cicada killer eats sap. There's just a step in between. <laughs> <There's> a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a very gruesome yep. step in the middle. <laughs> a, very, a very complicated and gruesome step in between. Yeah, I would say this up. is probably our most gruesome episode. I don't know. Cordyceps was hard to get through for me. Yeah. But again, I'm, I'm, I'm like anti-mushroom. Cordyceps was hard because of the photos I had to look at. Yeah. You're, yeah, you got off way harder than I did because I was like, I, I just had to hear from you. You're the one who had to like look at the pictures of mushrooms coming out of caterpillar brains. But hus- husband had to turn it off, not because of the cordyceps part, but because we were talking about dental work. <laughs> You were like yeah. describing the chiseling of the bone, John. He was like, oh, I gotta turn this off. Oh, sorry, Cody. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> he just fast oh, well. forward through it if it's if Yeah, it's he I, I guess he turned it on again after a minute. Like he had to like take a <laughs> take a breather. Imagine imagine being me in the chair. At least you're, I, right? at least you're just listening I think, to it. I think that's what was happening. He was he, yeah, he was a little too empathetic. A little empathetic yes. there. Well he's a he's that's a sweet guy. That's he's a sweet, a sweet guy boy. Got there. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, nice. he's a bumblebee sort of dude, if I'm honest. <laughs> he just wants to sit in the lavender plants, spread good feelings. All right. Well, if you anything. want to send bug pictures to Kelly, you can find us at bugsneedheroes.com. We are also on Reddit and YouTube and Twitter. Yeah, kind yes. of. Kind sort of, of a kind dumpster of. fire. That mostly Twitter. on Reddit, if I'm honest. Yeah. Uh, and Instagram. Find all of Amanda's artwork. Uh, and occasionally cats please uh check out like and subscribe our new youtube channel yeah if you like to listen on youtube in the car if that's easier for you than (laughs) podbean or spotify you can go over to youtube uh we're working on getting all the old episodes up do we have most of them up now i think most of them are up now yeah beautiful we're giving a thumbs up from producer derek and uh leave us nice reviews on itunes we appreciate that or uh, drop us a friendly email we're friendly folks We'd love to hear from yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, bugsneedheroes at gmail.com. Easy to remember. It's the name of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Love you. Bye. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Oh, that's not the end, though. The end is like the, the slower one. Oh, well. Bugs Need Heroes is created by Derek Conrad and Kelly Zimmerman. Hosted by Amanda Allen Nide and Kelly Zimmerman. Bugs Need Heroes is produced and edited by Derek Conrad. Our music is Ladybug Castle by Roll Music. All character art by Amanda Allenide. Got a bug question? Email us at bugsneedheroes at gmail.com. Check us out on bugsneedheroes.com for the visual companion to our episodes with the artwork of the bug-related heroes. We also have an Instagram, Twitter, and subreddit under the Bugs Need Heroes name. Thanks for coming by. I can't control when the madness will come for me.